Hi. Hi. Great. Amazing. Okay. So we have more to talk about than I expected, but I think we can just run through it. Okay. Okay. So first I just did a whole bunch of research on Ruby Rose. (laughs) Okay. Because all of these articles that, okay. So first of all, Ruby Rose is Batwoman. How how do we feel? Wait, what? <laughs> Ruby Rose was cast as Batwoman in the Batwoman TV series for the CW. No. I forgot that you don't have actual internet access. <laughs> yeah. No. And like, so Ruby Rose's Batwoman will come in this winter in the crossover episode and then have a series later next year. Why? <laughs> well, something that I think is interesting is that all of these articles are calling Ruby an actress. And then I was like, isn't Ruby gender fluid? And then I went and found out that she uses she. So I was like, uh, okay, but still like a weird choice to make. I, God, why? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's why I'm excited. Like I got jealous because I was like, well, you already have Black Lightning. Give me a gay superhero before you give like a second lesbian or bi woman superhero. But then I was like, well... Ruby Rose is going to be not, like, Batwoman, like, how I think she is. Because, like, Alicia Silverstone is, like, hyper-feminine, just kind of glamorous, and then also a superhero. And not that Ruby Rose isn't that, but it just won't be the same. Yeah, that's true. But they could have accomplished that without casting a terrible actress. (laughs) Yeah, that's the other thing. Is In all the cast listings, it's, like, Ruby Rose from The Meg and Orange is the New Black and... Uh, Pitch Perfect 3 and I'm like right uh, but she's awful in all of that oh my god she's not bad in the first season that she's on Orange is the New Black but she doesn't do much she's only in one season oh that's right because she gets taken away yeah for being a bad actress (laughs) I mean it's also on the CW so it's also annoying that now she's going to be like back in like the cultural (laughs) moment because now we're going to have to sit through all the like straight women being like, I'm gay for Ruby Rose again. Oh, yeah. I can't believe I had to find out this way. I'm glad that we caught this reaction live on air. <laughs> oh, my God. She's horrible. <laughs> I hate her. Also, like, if they were trying to get a lesbian audience, they shouldn't have cast her because no lesbian likes her. Interesting. I mean, at least the lesbians I know all hate her. I mean, I have no real opinion on her, except that she is a bad actress. I guess she's a good DJ. I feel like, does she DJ? Is that what, what, like, her other job? She's a model, maybe? DJ, model, actress, superhero. Covers (laughs) it all. She can do it all. (laughs) Potential shark killer. Well, we gotta see the Meg to find out that. Okay, so then Lizzie, did you watch the trailer? I did watch the trailer. I used the tiny little bit of Wi-Fi I could find to watch it. And how are you? (sighs) It's, first of all, it looks like a great movie. Yeah, I'm excited. Setting aside, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. It looks like a great movie. It's just like an attack um, on so many levels. I don't know how I'm going to see that movie in theaters. Like the shot of Chloe Sevigny covered in blood and then the cut to like Kristen Stewart shirtless covered in blood. (laughs) I was like, oh. The thing that's going to be really hard for you is that I don't think that this movie will have a score. I think it's going to be one of those indie movies that's just silent. I hate that. So we're going to be be sitting in the back of the theater like, ah. (laughs) 
I have a question. I did not watch the Christina Ricci series. I know very little about Lizzie Borden. And I was with friend of the podcast, Kira Benton, the other day. And she was like actively against the movie because it portrays Lizzie Borden as a lesbian. So I did a bunch of research and like, it doesn't say she wasn't, but it doesn't say that she was. So I'm, I'm curious. I know there have been books written that are like she was and there have been books written that are like she wasn't. So I think at this point, it's just sort of like, what if this happened? I don't think it's like a documentary where they're being like stunning new research into the Lizzie Borden case reveals. I think it's just like, what about this idea for a story? Okay, well, I found a list of four reasons that people think that she's a lesbian. Okay. She, one, never married, and the people that she dated are, like, no one knows. Uh, It says, if she had any suitors, male or female, their names are lost to history. As an avid theater goer... Nice. Lizzie was captivated by internationally acclaimed actress Nance O'Neill around the turn of the century, who, and Nance O'Neill was apparently, like, a big lesbian. Oh. And she hosted three, quote, lavish parties for Nance O'Neill and her cast. Mm-hmm. So everyone's like, ah, got it. <laughs> However, people didn't really realize that Nance O'Neill was gay until the 1960s, which, sure. Well, I mean, I'm sure people in the know knew she was gay before then. And then, oh, here we go. Lizzie's sister, Emma, disapproved of Lizzie's association with Nance O'Neill and moved out of Lizzie's house shortly after the last of Lizzie's theater, like, parties. The last of Lizzie's parties would be the great a great name for a lesbian romance novel. Oh, yeah. The last of Lizzie's lavish parties. Mm-hmm. Also, another thing that Kira brought up was that Lizzie was the one being sexually abused by her father. But in the trailer, it makes it look like Kristen Stewart is. I think in the trailer, they both are. What I got from the trailer is that they both are. Because Kristen is like, if you ever need help, I'm here or whatever to Lizzie. Uh, I did really love the shot of them like passing notes in the hallway. Me too. Oh. It's my second favorite shot of the trailer. I'm sure you know my first. I can't wait to see if Lizzie sweeps the thingies this year. When is it coming out? Um, great question. Uh, premiered at Sundance earlier this year and drops in theaters starting September 14th. Are you fucking kidding me? Wait, I don't believe that. Hold on. Wait, yeah. It comes out in a month. Yep. September 14th. Oh my God. I don't have nearly enough time to prepare. Also, Fiona Shaw and Dennis O'Hara are in it. Who does Dennis O'Hara play? Probably a cop. John Morse. But Fiona Shaw is playing Abby Borden. (laughs) Okay, Kim Dickens is playing Emma. Wait, that name sounds familiar. She was in Gone Girl. She plays... Detective Rodna Boney. The detective, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she's playing Emma. Wow, she has it all. (laughs) Gone Girl and Lizzie. I also want to give a quick shout out to our Twitter follower, Malia Soft Nias. I hope I didn't pronounce that wrong for tweeting that trailer at us because like you had texted it to me, but I hadn't been able to open it because of the Wi-Fi. And then I couldn't scroll back in our texts to find it. So I just went to her tweet and opened it. So thank you, Malia, for contributing to my ruin. (laughs) (laughs) So the next bit of news is just really quick because I feel like we just have to say it and then we can probably move on from it. Okay. Caitlyn Jenner. Oh no. Says that, Trump has been, quote, extraordinarily disappointing. Well, then you shouldn't have fucking voted for him. (laughs) And that he has, quote, not been doing a very good job when it comes to transgender issues. I hate her. And then she said, I'm very politically involved. 
Nobody really knows it. I do it very quietly because I have been so criticized by the liberal side of the media. I can get some things done if I don't stick my nose into everything publicly. God damn it. (laughs) And then I don't know when this was, but she also said, I met with House Speaker Paul Ryan. Whoa. I've met with just about everybody. Publicly, they aren't supportive of transgender rights. But I've never had anybody not be nice to my face. Well, because, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) So. She just gets worse and worse, doesn't she? Yeah. Okay, so do you know what happened with Gal Gadot and the, like, five-year-old boy? That she was Wonder Woman at a hospital or something? No. Okay. I guess... This little boy's mom posted these pictures and an article was written about it. And the article was called, I love that my son chooses a quote unquote girly backpack, but I'm nervous for his first day of school. And it's a picture of the mom's kid with the Wonder Woman like crown and a big Wonder Woman backpack that has like the zipper is the lasso. And it's actually very cute. Wow. I love a kid like Jake. And then Gal responded. What'd she say? She She said, just read this article about breaking gender stereotypes by Katie Alicia. Alicia? Alicia? Such an important topic and something I believe so strongly in. I hope Isaac wore the crown in his Wonder Woman backpack proudly to school. Hashtag Wonder Boy. Good thing he wasn't a Palestinian kid, huh? Well. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. I got so sick this morning. Now I'm feeling really subversive. (laughs) (laughs) So that happened. (laughs) (laughs) and then this is just something that happened that we don't really have to talk about but rosie o'donnell and like most of the broadway community went down to dc and posted a protest outside of the white house oh cool where they sang what they sing the people's song which i don't know what the world needs now is love of course is that like sweet love yeah climb every mountain classic brand new day from the west (laughs) whoa (laughs) do you hear the people sing okay That's a given. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. But they... Okay, so the members from the Broadway community were from three casts. Guess which casts they were. Head Over Heels. Yes. SpongeBob? No. Oh, Jeremy Hansen. No. Oh, wow. Oh, Phantom? No. Anastasia? No. Okay, give up. Hamilton? Oh, hello, doll. Oh, god damn it. And Wicked? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So, like, I'm just trying to, like, imagine a bus that's, like, I'm assuming driven by Rosie O'Donnell... Um, with the cast of Head Over Heels, Wicked and Hamilton, just like in a bus and Wicked and Hamilton looking at Head Over Heels being like, it's okay, babe. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. And then I watched Ideal Home. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which we talked about in the episode this week. And I had such a weird reaction to it because it's basically about a gay couple who is on the verge. I think they're married or they're like, they've been together so long that they might as well be married kind of deal. Paul Rudd and... uh, Steve Coogan. Yes. Steve Coogan plays this like actor, very like Jane the Virgin's dad, but like white. Mm -hmm. And Paul Rudd plays a director. Representation. He like turned down a big Oscar film to just like do Steve Coogan stuff. And he's like been resentful of it forever. And Steve Coogan's son gets arrested and his grandson kind of runs away and ends up at Steve Coogan's place. And they are taking care of him. Allison Pill plays this child protective services agent to make sure that he just can't (laughs) stay away. I know. (laughs) she's in there and she's like she actually has a really funny scene where she's like inspecting the house and she finds their porn but Alison Pill has maybe five scenes and she just 
just really pulls out all the Allison Pill stops. Oh, Kate Walsh is in it for wow. like a couple of scenes. So it's basically about these like two people that shouldn't have a kid trying to raise a kid who's like very stubborn and like very like lower class while they're very like upper upper class. It's very much just a romp. And then it takes like the classic turn where the kid has the opportunity to not be with them and they choose to like let him go. And then they realize that they love him and they get him back and like blah, blah, blah. And at the end I was like, well, this is a great movie for seven years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, And then maybe a day after I watched it, all the stuff started coming out with like the anti LGBT adoption stuff going on in the country. And I was like, Oh, uh, maybe it's a good movie for now as well. Oh Jesus. Yeah. I was like, meh, this is just like a eh movie. And then I was like, Oh, I guess this movie is not behind in the times. Like sadly timely. Yeah. Yeah. Also the tagline for the movie is these dads suck, which. Okay. <laughs> You're right. Hello. 2005. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's all I have. Is anything happening over there in Scotland? I I don't fucking know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and I'm assuming that you have not watched Orange is the New Black, right? No. Apparently. Let me just make sure. Okay, yeah. I don't know what happens this season. I didn't watch it. I don't know if I'm going to watch it. I may just watch parts of it for like the people that we know that are in it. But apparently Taylor Schilling is out as a series regular at the end of the season. Okay, I don't like that you said Taylor Schilling is out. (laughs) Because I almost threw up. (laughs) Oh my god, don't don't do that to me. (laughs) Well, I guess that's it. What do we have coming up next week? I can't say it because I'm... Oh, uh, oh, got it. Next week we have our our long-awaited episode, I'd say, about porn. So that's correct. If you know us and you don't want to hear us talking about um, our first experiences with porn, the kind of porn that we like, things like that, you know, just skip next week's episode. Yeah, it's a it's a wild one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'd say that if you listen to it and you know us personally, you will come out with a different perspective on us. Sorry, I said come out again. It will make you come out of the closet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Have fun. See you in a couple days. I'll talk to you. Yeah, I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye.